can't let society determine what you can and can't do. As my mother keeps telling me, the mind is everything. It's the mind power that helps us get through obstacles. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Mr. A+. I hope everyone is doing well. Today on the podcast, I'm kind of bending one of my own rules. I usually say that I never talk about politics on this podcast, but today I've made an exception this one time, and I have a very special reason for this. Joining me today is the Federal Minister for Social Services. Not only is she a psychologist, but in her work as an MP, she is passionate about improving the lives of all people to make Australia a more inclusive and equitable place, which is very impressive in my eyes. So let's all give a warm welcome to Minister Amanda Rishworth. Hello, Amanda. Hello, how are you? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. I'm um, in Adelaide today. That's where my hometown is. And, um, yeah, so really very honoured to join you and I feel very privileged and special to be on your program. Thank you, Minister Rishworth. I'm honoured. How is your family doing? My family's doing well. I have two boys. I have a four-year-old and an eight-year-old and um, I'm a little bit tired because they pushed me out of the bed last night. There's only room for two people in the bed um, and both of them got in last night and pushed me out. So I'm a little tired today but uh, they're going very well and um, it's really good to be in Adelaide. I don't get to spend as much time in Adelaide as I want so it's really good to be coming yeah. to you from Adelaide. So how are you going today? I'm doing really well myself. I've got quite a few things going on that's going to be happening in the next month or so. That's exciting. What type of things are going on? I will be filming a show next month, which I'll be announcing to the audience in in a couple more episodes' time, because when I'm busy filming that show, I won't be able to record the podcast. Well, that sounds really very exciting. Yes, it is. It's because I'm pursuing an acting career. Awesome. You know, they do say that um, sometimes uh, if you don't succeed in acting, you might go in and become a politician. I don't know about that. (laughs) Good point. Good point. There's also another project going on, but it's also somewhat hush-hush. But I I do know this. It will be a new dating app. Oh, that's exciting. What will it be, a dating app uh, to connect people uh, in a particular place? Not in a particular place, but it's kind of more for people on the spectrum. Oh, wow. That's great. Anything that helps people find people uh, and find love is great. I found my husband at a book club, actually. Ah, wonderful. We didn't like any of the same books, though. Oh, well, not everyone does. True. I actually um, read a book last month and it took me only a, a week to read it. Wow. Wow. At the moment, it takes me months to read a book. I fall asleep right in the middle of it. Yeah. 
Um, there was another book that I read that uh, took me about two, about three, four months because I was reading a little, a few pages every night. Um, the reason why I ordered that book and read it because I had a date with the author. Oh, you have to read that then. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, um, <clears throat> I need. I have some questions I'd like to ask you, such as. What do you love about the work that you that you're doing as federal minister for social services? Well, I've always loved making a difference to people's lives, and um, particularly those that perhaps um, have a harder time than others. And so, when I was working as a psychologist, I really like to help people um, navigate challenges or uh, barriers or, or things that might get in the way from really um, them achieving what they want to achieve. And so as Minister for Social Services, I've been able to take that attitude um, to actually apply it to much, many more people. Um, and so certainly in my role, it's about trying to create a more inclusive community um, for people with disability, but it's also about trying to um, uh, support people, families and children, um, you know, get on really well in their relationships. Um, so, look, there's lots of really good stuff I get to do every day that supports people to live their best life and that's what I like. I see. It seems like that you have always wanted to get out there and and help people overcome their struggles and problems. Absolutely, and I like to also sometimes share my problems because you know every now you know we all can learn from each other, and that's what yep. the other bit I really love about my job is listening to people and their experiences. And I learn a lot every day from all the different people I meet and I'm able to use that information and use that experience and incorporate it to my job. So that's the other bit I love is I love meeting so many different people because their experience and their perspective helps me do a better job as well. Yes, of course. In fact, I don't really have a problem with talking about my problems with others. Well, firstly, it's really brave, I think. It's really brave, but also it really does actually help other people. And so when you can help other people, it's it's um, really useful. It does make you feel good, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it actually does. And also another thing that I've noticed is that when people talk less about their problems, it makes the rest of the world think that that person's life is just a bed of roses when it really isn't. That's exactly right. And I think a lot of people try and push that on social media, but it's not honest or authentic. No, it's not. But a pro another problem is a lot of people in, t in, this, in today's world can't be bothered picking up the phone anymore. Look, it, it is a really a big problem like that and it's interesting the statistics are showing that um, there's a, people are getting a bit more lonely um, so I think if we're able to connect mm -hmm. people together um, you know on the phone um, or connect people together in a meaningful way I guess it doesn't matter what way as long as it's in a meaningful way um, then yeah, I think course. that helps us all. 
Yeah, it certainly would. In fact, I prefer getting together with people in person instead of doing stuff online. Is there any particular place you like going to connect with people? Anywhere that's outdoors. Yeah, yeah. Indoors or outdoors, as long as we get together in person. Absolutely. It's more meaningful. I couldn't agree more. As part of your duties, you have been to New York recently. Can you tell us what was the reason behind this trip? Well, look, it was wonderful to go to New York. Um, Have you ever been to New York? Sadly, no. Oh, well, you have to put it on your bucket list um, because it uh, is beautiful. But don't go in wintertime. Try and go in summertime because um, winter it can get very, very cold. Um, But um, uh, it is a beautiful place in summertime. But I went there for a really serious reason. Um, Every year uh, representatives from around the world come to the UN Uh, to reaffirm uh, their commitment to the rights of people with disability. And so I was really proud as Minister to lead a delegation, particularly a lot of young people uh, living with disability, to represent Australia at that convention where we really restated our commitment uh, to create a more inclusive uh, society that really welcomes people from all walks of life and um, from all different perspectives and to look at how we can in the future also make sure um, that we uh, have a community that's much more inclusive and supports people be part of the whole community. Oh yes, of course. Those all are very important reasons. Absolutely. And what I was really proud, we had some wonderful young people in particular, um, and they're a bit like you, I think, leading in their passionate, their field of passion. Um, So they are, um, you know, really thriving and really standing standing tall and making sure that they are um, excelling in whether it is um, in their research area, whether it's in their advocacy area, or whether it's in their um, communication, you know, whether it's TV or or other um, areas. It was really inspirational to watch them on the world stage um, talk about um, their rights and what their hopes are for the future. Well, that's really important because everybody has hopes for the future and everybody has goals they want to aspire to to achieve. I'm certainly one of them. What, what are some of the hopes and goals you have for the future? Here are some things a life needs. Wealth, inner peace, a house, a pet, a spouse, and an acting career. That, that, that sounds like a very good life. It sounds like you've got some very clear goals. Do you have a pet yet? Unfortunately, no, because I still live at home. <laughs> yeah. um, my son wants a pet as well, so I think he wants an acting career. He's eight years of age, so but that sounds like really, um, really exciting goals to be going for. Yep, they are. But then again, I, I also have another philosophy: a parent should never stand between a between a man and his destiny. That's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. 
Do you have to negotiate a few of those things with your parents living at home? No, they're proud of me for pursuing acting. That's great. That's great. It's always good to have supportive parents um, help yep. you try and achieve your, achieve your dreams. Yeah, of course. Being an actor is the most remarkable thing that I'm ever going to be in life. And if I yep. don't pursue it, I'll just always forever known be, as, be known as just Michael from Love on the Spectrum when that part of my life is done. What attracts you most to acting, do you think? Just the idea of entertaining people. Yeah. And making them laugh and travelling to different places in the world. It would certainly open up, um, acting opens up a huge amount of opportunities, doesn't it? Yeah, and love opportunities as well. Oh, that's great. And anyway, um, moving on to the next question. Can you tell everyone when International Day of Persons with a Disability is and what it's all about? Yeah, look, the International Day of People with Disability is um, on the 3rd of December. It's set by the United Nations um, and it's about showcasing the strengths of people that uh may have a disability or may not conform to what society thinks is normal. So it's about really elevating, showing some role models, um, encouraging others to um, focus on those role models out there and really celebrate all the strengths that people with disability bring, whether it's little children to schools, community groups, workplaces, um, and it's really about promoting and understanding and accepting the differences that people have with disability um, because I think sometimes there is a, as broader acceptance as there could be in society and community. So it's about a way to shine a light on all the amazing talents and strengths and um, a resilience um, that people with disability have but particularly showcase some really wonderful role models um, that can really inspire everyone across our community. It does sound like a very rewarding day to celebrate. Have you ever celebrated it before? It's actually pretty new to me, I, I will admit. And also because there is a special reason why I've invited you on the podcast today and also why I have kind of bended my own rule to speak with a politician. And that is because you have an important announcement to make, which also involves me. Would you like to tell us what that is? I, I would. Well, every year um, we are pleased to identify um, our disability ambassadors. These are people that are excelling in their chosen career or their chosen field that are great role models. Um, and it's a very hard decision because uh, there can only be 11 people picked across uh, the country and there's so much um, talent. 
But of course, um, I'm really pleased to be announcing today that Michael, you have graciously accepted to be one of our ambassadors for the day. Um, and we're really pleased to invite you to be one of those ambassadors because um, you've been such a wonderful role model for so many people, uh, really showing, showing so many people how to break down barriers and follow your goals and your dreams. So um, really pleased to announce today that um, you've graciously accepted being one of our ambassadors. Well, I feel honoured to be asked and I will take this opportunity and I will do my absolute best. Uh, I know that uh, you will, but what are some of the um, messages that you think that you might want to say to other people that might be um, perhaps um, thinking about they can't do certain things because of the barriers or what society tells them. What would you like to say to them? You can't let society determine what you can and can't do. As my mother keeps telling me, the mind is everything. It's the mind power that helps us get through obstacles. That's really inspirational. There, there's too much crap going on in this, this world. A lot of people with disabilities are not being accepted for job opportunities they um they get overlooked for by potential love partners and they miss out on their chances to accomplish their dreams but it's just not acceptable in my eyes they have to be given a for a job opportunity they need to be given a week to prove themselves one day is not going to cut it give them a week and see how it goes we Ask somebody on a date, just be yourself and don't try to be something or somebody you're not. And if you're given a chance to achieve your dream, take it. Just have your friends friends and family by your side through every step of your journeys, no matter what you do in life or where you go. That's uh, really good advice and I think that's uh, not just uh, good advice for people with disability, that's why the International Day of Disability is so important. That's good advice for everyone, I think, Michael. Um, and um, I really appreciate you sharing that with me and I'm going to reflect on that tonight. Thank you. I also have another question. What exactly is my role as an ambassador for International Day of People with a Disability? Well, funnily enough, it's to be yourself. Um, it's to uh, do exactly what you've been doing. Um, on this podcast, but it's to be yourself and to inspire others not to just accept the barriers or accept um, sometimes the limitations society puts on you, um, but to yeah. demonstrate just through your actions that you can achieve what you set out to achieve. Yeah, of and course. Inspiring us all um, to actually chase our dreams and not. Uh, yep. And as you said, the mindset of not um, accepting what others say that you can't do things. I've actually always been uncomfortable settling for, th for things I don't really want or want anything to do with. And another reason why I'm so determined to achieve my goals is because I decided a long time ago that I was just done taking no for an answer. That is very good advice. And I think the other thing that you said, um, Michael, was trying to support others, like a job, like you said, um, to get employers to start looking at people's strengths, not just looking yeah. at people's differences, 
but looking at how those differences can sometimes be really important strengths. And as you said, not just making a quick decision in a day, but really giving people the opportunity um, to really have a go. Yeah, of course, because we all deserve a fair chance. Absolutely. Regardless of our race, gender, age, nationality, ethnicity, etc. Absolutely. And people with disabilities, I don't I prefer to call them challenged. We can do a lot more to include people with different diversity. Yeah, of course. Because we're all meant to be different. If we were all uniform, life wouldn't be interesting. It would just be dull. You're absolutely right. And would you want life to be dull? I would not be like to be married to myself. I can tell you that now. I don't want to be married to myself either. <laughs> I'd rather be, be married to a woman who's the opposite of me. Exactly, exactly. And so it's lovely to have di- diversity and differences because uh, it's yeah, what course. makes the world go round. Like they say, love makes the world go round. Oh, Minister, um, I believe that I'm aware that I'm not the only ambassador for for International Day of People with Disability. Who are the other contestants? Well, you are joining some really other inspirational people. Um, So I can go through a few of them. We've got um, Anne Mason um, Firmage, and she is a disability advocate who has uh, worked as a financial controller in Australia and the US for over 20 years. We've got Charlie and Lewis Smith, and they are twins um, from Sandy Creek, um, and they uh, both, they're actors like you. They've um, taken up acting classes in 2021, and they are pursuing their dreams through Bus Stop Films. Um, We've got, uh, have you heard of Bus Stop Films? Yes, I've heard of it. And um, we've got Hannah uh, Davini, and she is also a writer and an actor. Um, and she uh, is, she's also the editor in chief um, of a publication um, for young women. So that's really exciting. Um, we've got a, another woman called Grace Edward, um, and she's actually come over as a refugee. So she brings another really interesting perspective. She's from South. Sudan. Um, we've got yep. um, uh, Hugo Tahini. Um, Hugo is an athlete with Down syndrome um, and he is ranked number one for shot put and discus um, uh, for people with uh, Down syndrome. So he's uh, a really, nice. yeah, he's, um, he's a very athletic. So that's really um really good. We've got Anya Christofferson and she is an international model. I don't know if you've heard of any of these people or met any of these people. Have you, Michael? No. I never met any of them. A couple more we've got. We've got Greta Serovo and she's a motivational speaker. She has a a writer with cerebral palsy. So um, she's um, got her own blog um, on our town tracks. Um, uh, there's Dr Scott Avery, who is a senior lecturer at Sydney University. 
um, and also um, Giancarlo de Vera. Um, he is a, a, a lawyer. So he's been rated as one of the 40 under 40 most influential Asian Australians. So a whole lot of diverse experience, but all yeah. really wonderful role models um, for the International Day of People with Disability. Oh, yes. They all down, definitely sound very inspiring people. Well, Minister, this this International Day of People with Disabilities sounds like a very interesting and inspiring day where we can all learn from people that that live with disabilities and we can understand what it's like to go travel through life in their shoes. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's been an absolute privilege and an honour. Well, thank you for coming on today's podcast, Minister Rishworth. It has been wonderful to chat with you. And I thank you for all the all the work that you are doing to make this country a more inclusive and a better place for everyone. So I salute you for it. Keep up the great work, Minister. Thank you so much. It's been so wonderful to meet you, Michael. I'm, I feel really inspired. This was the best conversation uh, I could have to end my day. So thank you. You are most welcome, Minister. It was my it was my pleasure. Anytime. Yeah.